0: Hi, welcome to Dear Nikki. My name is Nikki. And if you've been here before, welcome back. (laughs) And if you're new to the show, this show is all about sex and the fantasies that people have. Reading from emails anonymously and directly sent to me. Together, we explore the experiences of everyday people, just like yourself. You never know who I can be reading from. I could be reading from that one mayor. You know the one. He wore his nipple piercings on live TV because his mistress would flog him if he didn't. I could be reading from the local lorry driver. You know the one. He secretly likes to look in the cars and masturbate while he drives. I could be reading from your local pizza owner. You know the one. They secretly deliver a cum sauce for only those that request it. You just never, ever know. If you have any erotic fantasies or confessions or anything else, feel free to send them to Nikki at N-I-K-K-Y at DearNikki.com or anonymously through the website at DearNikki.com under the confessions tab. Just remember by submitting a confession or question or anything else, you certify the following are true you're the sole creator of the submission. You're 18 years of age or older and legally able to write, submit erotic or pornographic material. Stories including bestiality, incest, incest fantasies, underage role play, rape sex, rape fantasies, or other non-consensual content or racial slurs will not be aired. We reserve the right to change names or other identifiable information, and you're releasing all rights to your creation. So I actually, I need to address somebody. Uh, you believe you mentioned, you know, messaged me either on Instagram or Twitter. And uh, I believe the question is, why are older men so hot? Oh, I, and I had to spend, I, I was honestly really busy. I, I can't when you message me, it takes sometimes a while for me to get back to you. And I apologize. But leave them there. I do answer. It may take me a day or two, but I do get there. This one probably took me a little longer and I apologize. So I had a gander about that because we all know my is very older and silver foxes, definitely silver foxes. And I don't think the answer came to me until I was watching the new Belvedere commercial for the vodka, you know. I think that's the one that's actually made from grapes, I could be wrong. Um, there is a vodka, side note, there is a vodka out there. And if anybody knows it, I, if it's not Belvedere, I haven't tried it and I want to try it. But it's made from grapes, not your traditional rice, potato or corn. So if you know the one made from grapes, please let me know. Any who's it's. So as I was watching this, and yes, ladies, gentlemen, Daniel Craig has it. I mean Rachel Weiss, God bless you, woman. Cause <clears throat> yes, but I have to say, yeah, mine's got it too. And I don't know what's interests me, and maybe it's because they're always seem the ones I'm attracted to anyway seem always polished and put together and and everything. And I've never been appealed to a man younger than me, even, even my age. It's like, after I reached 18 to 20, I think it was a five year must for me. And that's where I went to. But there's something about, I think it's because it is that you're put together and polished and maybe you have more experience and everyone I've been with is, oh, there I so much experienced. Yes and has new tricks up their sleeves, you know, like, kind of like the cereal or, you know, these tricks aren't for kids. So guys, just let you know. Yeah. So that would probably be my whimsical answer. But I, I am drinking wine. So I'm just letting you know, that's probably my I've had a glass of wine answer too. But I do have to fall back. It's the whole package. So for me, it's not just a shaggable older man or just a sexy old man. It doesn't matter for me. Um, Has to be the whole package. So I have to say that if he was even younger, even just a year or two, it might annoy me or bother me at first. But when you have the other package put together of my checkpoints, I think that would catch my eye too. But I have to say I agree with you. There's just nothing like a silver fox. You know what time it is. It's time to sit back, relax, let's have a whiskey, with some filthy cherries, of course, and explore erotic fantasies from people just like you and me. Dear Nikki, I hope you are well. After listening to your podcast recently and noticed that you've been using your English accent more than usual... I guess you're trying to bait me. Well, all right. As I said before, I'm not sure how to register my kink. I know you don't do labels. My wife and I are seemingly on a quiet period. This has been the case since the pandemic. I think it really knocked us off for run. People have their kinks, fantasies, ultimate highs, and most desirable situations. For me, the thing that drives me crazy is watching my wife come. Moreover, to that I don't particularly care how it happens, as long as it happens. Uncomfortable in myself to know that though I rate my skills quite highly, she does need more or can demand more when my efforts have reached their limits. I guess she could be termed as multi orgasmic. When we used to make love or fuck, she had her shivering limits and when she was simply too sensitive to touch after reaching her former peak. But like all the best athletes, she has not learned to go through the barriers, meaning that if the cock inside her is spent, she wants another cock straight away. If she has been licked to orgasm or fingered to squirt, she just will go again. When I first saw her probably take another man's cock, and the beautiful, stunning, intoxicating look on her face it made me feel so proud, so insecure, so happy, but so angry. It's such a dangerous mix of amazing emotions as a man who loves his wife. When I first saw a man finish inside her with passion, as if it was the fuck of his life, as if he was hoping to take ownership of her with his cum, and another man just takes his place, each man at that moment deeply in love with my amazing wife, When they deep French kiss and look into each other's eyes, it blows my mind. It sometimes makes me smile. They tell each other how beautiful she is, or whispering something in her ear they think or is original, but the others have said it before. As I mentioned in my former emails story, we have had other adventures, both together and apart. I guess I have behaved like a bull, as well as a stag, and she surely a vixen and a hot wife. I have frequented the best swingers club in Europe, the UK, and even some of the trapeze clubs in Florida a couple times. She has some adventures alone, mainly on girls' nights out. Her sauciness has even got her into a little trouble with friends. Just to paint a picture of my wife, she's now early 40s, size 8, UK, very petite body, used to have long dark hair, but now has gone blonde. She hails from Central Europe and has a very sexy walk, look, and demeanor. She is stunning and really is a handful. Men are constantly hitting on her. Women too. I have described it took a long time for us to come to terms with each other's kinks and needs. And even these days, it's a little one-sided. In the way that she is free to do as she pleases, but it's sometimes very coy about it and I have some restrictions because sometimes she is ultra jealous, depending on her mood swings. Our combined lifestyle is a mixture of insecurity and huge bouts of honesty that liberates us both. Before lockdown, our adventures were many, but not so much now. One night, she went for a girl's night out in London, stayed at a hotel in Kingston with three of her friends. I knew she was horny, and her Czech friend, had scored some cocaine, so I knew things were going to get a little crazy as soon as I heard. They were supposed to go for a meal after shopping and then head to a club in London and dance the night away. We had done that as a couple with some amazing bonus results, but I was not there that night, so I was at home getting slightly jealous and anxious as men like me do, who truly have a hot wife that they love. I got to be at home wanking myself into a coma, which is what I tend to do when she goes out. It involves a lot of self-pleasing, oils, everything, but this is about me, not her. About 6.30, I get a text from my wife. I ask her how her day had been. She told me she spent a lot of money. Text went back and forth. Then I receive a text I thought was a little early to get. Baby, I'm at a bar with Eva, her friend, and we've been chatting a while with these guys. Okay, I thought we were going for a meal. Where are the others? They've already left for the meal. I told them I had a headache and we'll join them later. Eva said she would stay with me. Okay, PB, don't piss your friends off. We just had a cheeky line. These guys are hot. Would you mind? Wouldn't mind what? Would you mind if I and Ava had some fun? This for me was the first time I knew that Ava knew what a naughty lady she was. It was a secret that we kept from all but just a couple of friends. Me? Okay, baby, have fun, but please be careful. That was the last text I had for about three hours, during which time I was, of course, furiously late-ranking. After three hours, I get a call from my wife, who tells me part of the story. Turns out that Eva fancied one of the guys. My wife fancied both of the guys. Eva was not in any way up for a foursome. She's just not that type, apparently. Or so I thought. They all went up to Eva's room for a line. This is where the action started. Things just got sexy and suggestive as soon as they got there. Just learning. I do not have too many of the details, but my wife said she was very, very wet because Ava was quite as forward as my wife. It was a little awkward. There was just lots of sexual energy to save the politics. She just suggested to one of the guys that they went to his room. He, of course, agreed. And after a safety chat to Ava, off they went. Turns out when they get to the room, because of the coke, this gentleman in question was unable to produce patent stiffy. Now, to me, this is an unwelcome symptom, as my wife and I are very, very rare occasions use it responsibly. It comes be an absolute mission. She just wants sex, any kind. She loves cock or some fingers inside of her for hours and hours. And if the little man is not standing to a gengin, She'll work on him for as long as it takes to get him there. All sensations are heightened, and orgasm at the end is the most intense ever. From what I hear, this the scenario that they had. However, about 90 minutes in, text messages were exchanged between the guys about the progress in the other room between. They suggested that they join forces in this epic mission. My wife said the first challenge was to short walk up the quarter, which she did naked. When the newly mission-oriented couple reached Ava and the other guy, they were greeted by a third guy who opened the door. He was a friend of theirs who arrived late, and the boys invited the party. Ava, normally a prude, was going crazy. The new arrival had a rare commodity at his gathering, a hard cock. But he didn't last long with these ladies, Eventually, the other two were able to rise to the occasion and took turns at fucking my wife until they both filled her pulsating, dripping pussy with their cum. Yes, she didn't use protection. Again, another rule-breaking moment. When I received a call on three hours, I had obviously masturbated so much, I just had a puff of dust left on my final stroke. She gave me some details and my balls ached with desire again. Anyway, the night was still young. Ava decided to go out and join the other girls. But my wife decided to stay with the guys until around 1am, being fucked and played with for hours, before joining the group of girls at a nightclub where she met someone else. Ken. Well, hello, Ken. Did I say that right? (laughs) So yes, I have been watching lots of The Crown um, I cooked up on, uh, m- is it Brown? Mr. Brown? Mr. Brown Mysteries? Uh, Father Brown. Uh, I watched uh, Mag Murders. I also watched, um, something else I watched. See, again. Or, my lover could be very English. Six foot four, nice dusting of silver foxy hair and has the moves of Daniel Craig in the Belvedere commercial. If you haven't seen it, it's on YouTube. And yes, he quite does. (laughs) So take your pick. It might be both, but I'm not going to tell you. And it could be just one of them. Your guess. I'll let you make it up and you can tell me. Okay, I have to say I loved the sentence that you put, people have their kinks fantasies ultimate highs and most desirable situations. I actually like that very last part so much. I never thought of it that way as most desirable situations. So, if we have that list like kink like Ken is saying, what are I I do believe we all have kinks. It could be as simple as like you're a whitey tidy, but you decide on Wednesdays is the day you're gonna wear blue boxers and fuck her doggy style. I know, pretty simple to some, but mo- there are few probably, possibly out there that is the kinkiest thing they desire. And I always wonder if when you're so heavy into kink, is going to whitey tidies uh maybe you're high? I mean kind of like the opposite. So I liked how you listed that out. It made sense to me. Kinks, fantasies, ultimate highs and most desirable situations. What are your kinks, fantasies, ultimate highs and most desirable situations? That might be a name to my new book. I have to kind of tote that down just a bit, Can but you know, and how do you write in English, you know, you know, and is it uh, privacy or privacy. Me and my best friend were talking about that. We're watching the crown. Is it privacy or privacy? See that you got me on the whole English thing again. So, but I want to commend you on that. Because again, I never thought of that. And I do have kinks that I want. And I do have fantasies. Ultimate highs, that'd be something I have to think about. Most desirable situations, I really still need to kick off, tick off that whole having sex by an open window You know, in a hotel high rise, still on the list. So, what about you guys? What are your kinks, fantasies, ultimate highs, and most desirable situations? I really want to know. Dear Nikki, he couldn't get away anymore with that weekend, which sucked. I needed his cock. A few weeks went by from when we had our vacation and our sexy adventure reached out to me. Unfortunately, my hubby was in town. He kept insisting we meet, but I couldn't do that with hubby around. I love and respect him. Yes, I'm insane when he's in town. The slutty me comes out when he's gone. Don't get me wrong, I wanted to fuck my uncle. Bad. Needed to feel him at least one more time. A few more days went by and hubby let me know he wasn't going to travel for a while. Yes, a bummer. But I do hub having him around. We would Fuck every day like crazy. I found myself thinking about my uncle while being intimate with hubby. I was coming harder. I was sucking his dick thinking of him. It even got to the point that he noticed something was different. One morning while having coffee, we chatted. He told me that it seemed I'd become more and more sexual. He then told me something that got me thinking. He said, are you disappointed that I won't be going out of town? Why don't you tell me your day to day stuff? you would do while I was gone. My jaw dropped. I didn't know what to tell him. I couldn't just be like, oh yeah, I'd fuck random men every day like a good slut that I am. I obviously couldn't tell him that, but I really wanted to. I went on telling him just the usual groceries, keeping the house clean, going to the gym, going shopping, and out to be honest, it would be kind of boring when he wasn't around. He asked if I was sexually frustrated when he wasn't there. I told him I will simply play with myself a lot, the collections of toys that I have here. I could see him start getting turned on by this conversation, so I went on to telling him that I would dress super sexy outfits, fuck myself hard with the biggest dildo I had. He asked me if I would think of anybody in particular. I smiled and asked if it mattered. He also laughed. He said, no, not really, but it would be kind of fun to know. He got up and stood behind me. He began to kiss me on my neck, nibbling it. He knows I love that. He touched my breast. He noticed my nipples were rock hard, pushed my hair to the one side, leaving my ear exposed and began biting it. Then he whispered, What are you thinking about? Why are your nipples so hard? I couldn't take it anymore. I needed Dick. I pulled him around and giving him a blowjob. He loved it. He then grabbed me and took me upon the couch, got me doggy style, and ate me out from behind. He slapped my ass and teased my pussy with his dick. To be honest, something was up. This was a bit different. His breathing. The way he was treating me. I began to wonder, but he didn't want to lose my horniness. I begged him to fuck me. He stuck it in with a deep, long strokes. He made me come instantly. He slowed down and began to talk sexy. How's my dirty slut doing? You like my cock in your pussy. Want me to leave it real messy for hubby? I was like, what the fuck? That was totally uncalled for. I didn't know where he was going with this. I moved quickly and turned around. I looked straight into his eyes and asked, what is this all about? This is not like you. What's going on? He hugged me and told me he always fantasized with role-playing. And it just came out. Phew, what a relief. To be honest, I think he does fuck around on his work trips, and I don't mind. Maybe this is what he tells others. I don't know. I hugged him back and asked why he never told me about this fantasy. I said, I have fantasies of my own. Let's fulfill them, yeah? He said, yes. I got up and told him to wait here. I went to our room and picked out my lingerie and a pair of fuck me boots. I came back to the living room and he was loving it. He tried to hug me and kiss me, but I told him we didn't have much time. That hubby would be coming home any time now. I laid on the couch with my legs open and he got on top and screwed me. Kept telling me to go harder. Also told him, you fuck better than my husband. Can you fuck me every day? I love your cock. It's stretching my pussy. He went wild. Yes, baby girl, I'll fuck you hard. I'll come every day to fuck you. Maybe I'll bring a friend. I was now curious if he was joking or being serious. So I said, yes, yes. Bring my friend. Have you one in mind. He was binding down on my nipples and said no, but we can figure it out. And unloaded his cum in me. This might be the most ever he has ever come. When he was done coming, he just laid there. I jokingly asked him, when do we start looking? He stood quiet and then said, silly, it was role play, remember? I played the part and told him it was a bummer and that it would be nice to have two cocks. He laughed and got up. We showered together. Two to three days later, we were having dinner at a restaurant. And after plenty of drinks, he says, find anybody attractive? I said, no. And he gave him this mad look, told him we needed to talk, but when we were sober. We had more drinks, and he insisted we talked. I said, fuck it. Look, I love you a whole lot. You are the love of my life. With that being said, I crave a variety of dicks. He got quiet. I can tell he got turned on. He then said, okay, let's go home. When we got home, he served me some more wine. He was tipsy, to be honest, probably wouldn't remember this conversation tomorrow. He turned on the fireplace and sat next to me. So, babe, want to play? Have someone in mind? I told him I did. I was curious about a certain individual, but wasn't sure. He begged me to tell him who it was. I asked him to go down on me, and I would tell him. He raised my dress and began sucking and nibbling on my clit. So good. As I was pushing his head towards my pussy, I said, honey, I'm craving some rock hard cock. I'm craving Dan. His motion stopped. I was in trouble. Fuck, I was nervous. He raised his head up, locked eyes and said, yes, baby, go fuck him. Your aunt has always treated you like shit. I want to be there when it happens. Oh, my goodness. I couldn't believe my ears. And yes, I came so hard as soon as I heard those words. We then fucked and mentioned him a couple of times. And all I can do is picture his eight, inch cocking in me again. We finished and fell asleep. The next morning, I woke up thinking he was going to change his mind or talk shit. We had our coffee and chatted about random stuff. I was surprised he didn't say anything again. Maybe he didn't remember. He asked me if I had plans today and simply said no. His response to that was, let's go shopping, especially for lingerie. I want you to look extremely gorgeous when you seduce your Uncle Dan. Thanks, slut wifey. Oh my gody! hey! Where have you been? <laughs> I was on the back of my mind always kinda of wondered what happened with all this. So yeah, okay, guys, if you don't remember, E, slut YP, e, she was on vacation with family and kind of seduced her non blood uncle and obviously they fucked. <laughs> so uh I don't remember the episodes, but they're there. Um go find them. It's a very sexy long story, I think this is part three, if I'm correct. So yeah, there you go. Wow. What? Yeah. This was a good way to kind of, yes, I'm a slut. And I like it. And I like dicks. And I like a variety of them. And it, she already had a suspicion, a sinking suspicion, it sounds like that he was getting a little action on the side, and didn't mind. So this worked out great it seems like and they she took a leap in a very different way but it was a good leap because it it was the way the communication happened and it was a great way to open that box of these are my desires or or as lord king said king's fantasies ultimate highs and most desirable situations (laughs) Sorry. But uh, yeah, so, you know, I think this is hot. I would say this is probably a most desirable situation, right? Maybe, maybe not. I think it is though. So if you talked dirty during sex, because let's be honest, I kind of think when you're in that lust haze of sexual contact and connection with your partner, it's almost like, your drunk phase. It's like, uh, liquid courage, so to say. So does that mean pussy juice or cum juice gives us courage? Hmm. Interesting thought, but I do think lust haze does. I think the, the moment, the, the high that we're in, the f- haze that we're in, we become the abominable snowman here. And we say things that just think of the things as you're right there and you're getting close and all the thoughts you have. And there are thoughts that you probably, there's some of the stuff that you think of that gets you over the edge that you would never, ever, ever do. But once you think it, you might relive it every now and then. I found myself the other day remembering this porn and I could remember it and I could remember the scene, but I wanted to see it. And so I spent, and I kid you not, like 45 minutes, and I would buzz myself every now and then to keep, you know, get to keep the juices flowing, actually keep my flood basket going. But I I finally found it, I did. And there's a difference between seeing it on your phone, and then playing it in your head, right? So playing in your head, even though you haven't memorized it, I mean, yeah, it'll get you there. But it's almost like watching it. So if you're in that lust haze and you confess to your lover or whoever, and you say yada 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 and you did right, I would have done the same thing. I would have stopped the scene and made sure where's this going? Where's this at? Where are we at? And I think it's natural once you come down off that high of you go back to playing all the things that were said. And you question, oh, my God, did they really mean this? Do they really mean this? Do they really mean they wanted to baste me in carrot juice and lick it off my pussy? Possibly. But then again, they could have just been lust drunk. And that happens too. But I do like that you both made the courage of putting what you need out there, even if it's just a one-time thing that you guys do, or even if it's multiple-time things, or even if you you never cross it. You walk up to that line, and after you buy the lingerie, it just stays in the house and is a fantasy. At least you're open. At least you revealed a little bit more to the some party or the person that you are in that position with, that relationship with. There's nothing, I think, more sad than or discouraging is to see two people that are supposed to or more that are supposed to mean something together. And they hide this part. You know, are you truly involved? And why are you with them if you can't eventually feel like you can give them that part of yourself becomes a very sad and lonely place of hiding that part of you? Because it is part of you. And why would you want to be with someone that One, either you wouldn't want to be with if they can't accept it or two, you could be with someone that would and give you so much more. Something to think about, I think. I think this is a perfect place to stop for the day. I want to thank you again for joining me. Don't forget, crazy winter nights is coming around the corner. Tickets are still available. I will be at both summer parties. So get your tickets. Come have a drink with me. Fly over the pond. We can... Discuss Father Brown or the Crown, or what privacy or privacy is, or if it's the same damn thing. Probably is. If you anyone ever figures out who the what the there's a the vodka. I'm tired. The vodka that's made out of grapes. I'd be internally grateful too. I think that's the word. I'm tired. I've had some wine. So if you, let me know because that's something I would really. I've heard. But told, and that I've done searches, and knowing me, I overlooked it. So, if anybody else knows what it is, please let me know. Again, thank you in advance. And in closing, hello lover, do you think we can get some privacy? <laughs> I have some very naughty things I want to do with you. Just saying, really want to know. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, have a fucking fabulous week.